Hi, and welcome to the SEO Podcast, Unknown Secrets of Internet Marketing. My name is Chris Burris, owner of eWeb Results. I am Charles Lewis, your client results strategist. Welcome back to another fun-filled edition of our podcast. This is podcast number 380. Zero or yeah. 380, either way. Uh, and we just had the new sound new show. Tick. We cranked it. We did it twice. Mostly because I'm, man, I'm all like, <laughs> we're on a different, there's no monitor here, the the timing's off, so um, we're going to make this happen. This is going to work well. As always, we have a tip from our previous podcast, because we like to share a tip from mm-hmm. that previous podcast, and that tip is create ads with the same target, but a different focus. Look, if you have an ad campaign that you're targeting, maybe you're targeting males, maybe you're targeting females, uh, whatever your target is, create different ads targeting them using maybe earth tones and, and a little bit different type of language for your males and maybe using softer colors and a different lingo for your women, but the focus is still the same. Same offer, right? Different targets. So that way you can maximize your marketing. Follow and share and like, boom. All right, so we are filmed live here in Houston, Texas, and Charles and I, we are your friendly local, local. neighborhood top, top position snatchers, and our mantra is... Do not be a douche. Don't be a douche. It is not a good look. Not at all. Hey, I want to jump in. I got a, a, a review that I just wanted to share right away. The title of the review is, Subscribe Cause ROI. I can Isn't that hot, right? Subscribe because, literally because. ROI. And it is, of course, five stars. This is from Abion from uh, the United Kingdom. It says, UK. I, I do it in your, there you go. <laughs> it's from Abion Tech from United Kingdom. Uh, I've worked in the SEO industry for almost 15 years. These guys me help too. keep me up on top of my game. A little bit ghetto, a whole lot of awesome. I'm a lot of bit ghetto. If you're a one-man band or part of an advertising army, subscribe. Staying informed is easier than praying to the Dark Lord Google. Wow. <laughs> That's like the deepest man. He That's made Google seem like the... The Dark Lord Google. Yeah, like the last level on Mario. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we did it. You be Google, you get to the Dark Lord you were, Google. We're so close. And yeah, he uh, called it ghetto. I'm more like Ratchet, though. Ratchet. Ratchet. I like that. Um, you should. This is, it's okay, good. I'm, I've been informed. I, sh- I do and I should. That's really good. <laughs> All right, Abby, I'm punching the face to you. you Thank you for that in. review. Hey, we got a good article that we're going to cover for you. That article is... Man, punching the face to Lucinda Huntingcut and the good folks over at Search Engine Journal. She posted this article, 10 um, Essential Traits of Successful Content. 10 Traits of Successful Content. Excellent. And so we'll get into her content and uh, see what she's talking about. Hey, if this is the first time you've listened to the podcast... Howdy and welcome to the podcast. If you've listened to this podcast before, you, one, notice I don't have a tier two mm-hmm. ta- tattoo or two tat, either way. You also notice that um, you'll know that we're going to skip this section. Here's how it works. We run a contest mm-hmm. each and every week. If we get 10 shikos. A psycho is an e-web branded term for social engagement. It stands for shares, likes, and follows. Psycho. If we get 10 Psychos on the platforms that we are have profiles on and we get a review, then we don't tell you how to leave us a review. We are not telling you how to leave us a review. You guys do the math. What we will do is we'll tell you how you can Psycho us, yeah. right? It's, we've made it really easy. It's things like go to facebook.com slash results, youtube.com slash results, twitter.com slash results, instagram.com slash results. 
linkedin.com slash company slash e where results. All of those links will take you to our profiles on those platforms and please psycho, psycho us yeah. when you're there. Um, if you're a PHP genius or a WordPress guru, we are probably looking for you. Go ahead and call and leave an audio resume 713-510-7846 If you would like a free comprehensive website profit analysis, you can get that from us. Just go to ewebresults.com Click the green button and you will be taken to a form and then you fill out the form and that starts the process yep. for that comprehensive website. Can you fill that form out, leave us some competitors, leave us some sample keywords, uh, that way you can really maximize your profit analysis. Absolutely. Let's see. Um, no algo cat. We do not have any algo cat, so I have a little bit of news and I have one more review. Do you, what, do you have any patifs? I have one patif. Alright. This patif goes to OM Mixtape. They hit us up on Twitter. Uh, at OM Mixtape. is the online marketing mixtape. Right, right. right. I like it. They said at eWeb results. Uh, so this is actually the question. I, I skipped to the question. The petition from OM Mixtape says at eWeb results, you guys bring the fun into podcast. OnlineMarketingMixtape.com is blessed to have you. All caps, you the best. Punch in the face. Appreciate you. Just gave you some new bars today. You might want to feature on your mixtape. It's all good with that. Very cool. All right, we're going to get to this question also, real quick. All right, we got a question. This question came from us on Twitter from Hector Cortez. He's at Digital H Mark. Punch in the face, Hector. Yeah, he says, At eWord Results, have you ever discussed single keyword ad groups or SCAG, as the cool kids call it? I'm intrigued but still confused by this concept. Hector, uh, great question. I have done some skags before. Uh, be honest with you, I don't really recommend them. Uh, mainly from a from a budget perspective and a time management Advanced perspective. Technique. Yeah. yeah, it's like if you just have a huge budget, or not even a huge budget, but maybe you're in a, in a, in an industry that's extremely competitive, and you have time and resources, then you may want to take advantage of a right. skag type campaign. Now, you said you were confused about it. Real simple. It's basically creating a one ad group that has one kind of keyword topic. So you may have the broad match version, the exact match version, and the and the uh, phrase match version right. of that one key phrase in that one ad group. And you have one ad, maybe even two, that reference that key phrase. And that's it. And the only time you would add another key phrase is if you added a whole other ad group. And the whole purpose is to have that one key phrase in that one ad group. What should happen is... Your quality score should go up. Your ad should be a little bit more consistent, and Google should reward you for that. The challenge is if you don't have the resources to just do all of that for all of your ads and all of your keywords, then you could be missing out on the book. So I would say what we tend to do is create really focused ad groups and put like keyword combinations in there, similar topics, and so that way the ad is relevant for all of those keywords. I wouldn't exceed ten or fifteen though. Start there. Yeah, and and I think to answer your question real quickly, no, we haven't talked about it in our podcast. Oh, we did. We, we talked about it in our office. That, didn't he? Yeah. We do not talk. Hey, we yeah. have not talked about it until now on our podcast. So thank you, punch in the face to you for that question. That is an op- awesome question. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to news. Let me just talk about this. I just I, I kind of pick some random stuff. There's a you know smart outlets and the the concept of being able to control everything from your mm-hmm. from your cell phone. I, it really intrigues me. I think it'd be like really fun to be able to do all this. It's also really expensive. I looked at outlets a while ago so you could turn something on or off, and they were like 30 bucks a pop. There's a company, CNCT, that's got them down to 10 bucks. If you buy four at a time, it's 10 bucks a piece. So that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I thought it's this is going to be a while for the rest of the world catch up. 
yeah. with that because like the electronic device that you're trying to plug into that has to have that functionality right? well it, it, unless it's like a or the app or is just con- con- controlling the plug plug is the plug so on so this is not? really already turned on but the plug is off exactly and so, exactly so it's it. not going to work for some mm-hmm. things like coffee makers yeah. probably etc so um, yeah still a little ways to go for um, what do they call it WOT uh, where the, everything is web web and internet based uh, I thought this was interesting the iPhone is 10 years old this was the, the headline and the okay. iPhone is kind of the same which is true. Yeah. I mean, it was so revolutionary. We don't know what's coming next, but um, that was... Well, a- I think that from a design perspective, not much. Right. Right? Because right? they, they kind of figured out the perfect size. and Unless they that. make it go away, like embedded in your skin kind of thing, right? Exactly. Because other than that, it's all about the technology within the phone now, yeah. you know, and so that, that's where the upgrades are happening. And then Facebook had a successful drone flight. They're working on, you know, sticking drones in the air that work by uh, solar power and they just keep circling and then you beam uh, internet data or data in general, but, you know, internet data up to the drones and then they go from one drone to the next and then they beam it down and so it's actually, uh, you know, creating this um, network uh, in the well, sky beta. of these drones, right? So they flew flew it, and it's yeah, just the last like one. Hack. I'm gonna hack these drones and, and crash them they, into. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just we'll use them to take people hostage. Yeah, because <laughs> I would run if drones were flying at me. Yeah, I, 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 I would too. <laughs> now you know these are massive though. These are like the size, probably like the size of the warehouse. Oh, huge! Oh, yeah. alien mothership drones. Yes, alien mothership drones. <laughs> I'm not yeah. even running in. You got to find like Will Smith and some guys, yeah. and and got a formula, you know, uh, Area 51. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Men in Black. Yeah. Um, all right, so that's that news. Did you have any? News? I got one piece of news. One piece of news. Let's talk Google. Google got a huge fine from the European Union. Um, Google fined two point seven billion dollars by the EU for abusing this abusing search engine dominance. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, there's a law for that now. Yeah, the EU, or at least in Europe, right? The right. EU believes Google is abusing its search engine dominance by ranking its own services ahead of competitors. Google has 90 days to change its practices in Europe, or else it will face even further penalties. So, what was cool, which I should have printed, was Google's response. You oh, know, yeah, they yeah. like, first off, just 2.7 billion. We made that last quarter. So we we got it. Yeah. We ain't tripping. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And uh, we halfway there now. Right. Uh, but their response was. Uh, along the lines of uh, the products we put out there are com- ranking better, <laughs> like they're ranking. with some better services right. and a better product. And and and, and further, in the complaint talks about how the EU uh, itemized one of the facts that, from a shopping perspective, for example, why land people on a Google shopping page instead of landing them on a specific product page, right? right? They like Amazon, something like that. And Google's response was, from their data and their research, they recognize That's not what users want exactly. <laughs> users want to land on one page that has multiple options where they can choose where they want to purchase it at. And and Google is just serving up the user experience, and so EU, you'll probably not win that. Yeah, um, probably not. So hey, I want to give a punch in the face to those who have connected with us on Facebook yeah, and are watching Facebook cool, Live. Yeah. We got Lorian, who I also saw tweeted. She said something about get your crispy SEO knowledge. So I thought that was a great punch crispy. in the face to you, Catherine uh, Conrad and Bruce. Punch in the face to you and That's Patrick up there. 
and then yeah, Patrick is his comments about to fall off the screen. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. All right, so my review, last review of the day, is Carolyn Delaney, and it is of course five stars. Uh, love the podcast. At first, I was a little put off by the patif punches in the face, which is their term for great job or slap on the back. But the value combined with the humor was worth getting over, and now I want a patif. <laughs> There's your patif. That's awesome. Uh, Your laughs are contagious, and you have been caught laughing out loud at inconvenient places. Oh, and I have been caught out loud laughing in inconvenient places. We do that too. That's uh, yes. That is awesome. Seriously, I feel smarter after listening to the potatoes of the podcast: news, algorithm updates, etc. I'm done. I don't even need to go no more. Drop the mic. Yeah, Mike does. I really enjoy their review of curated content. The meat. It really helps hearing their insights on articles related to the industry. I'm about maybe 15 or so in and is now on my daily go-to podcast. Great job, guys. Punch in the face, face to you. Man, she made my day right yes. there. That Two drop good. mics. First do, off, do. educational potatoes. That's, yeah. Very that's good. the word for hashtag. Yeah. Educational potatoes in itself. A- absolutely. Great yeah. stuff. Punch in the face to you, Karen. All right. Is that oh, it? Is today's article. The po- potatoes of the podcast. It is now time to get into the meat. Here you go. Yeah, I want to give a huge punch in the face huge. to Lucinda Honeycutt and the great folks over. Is that like a Trump huge? No. No, it is not. <laughs> I don't care if it was. Just because they, that's the, the comparison. Answer, and now the answer is it was. And now it that's is not. <laughs> exactly. This huge punch in the face goes to Search Engine Journal and Lucinda Honeycutt for this article. Uh, Ten things. Bam. Ten things that your content must do to succeed. Ten things, right? And so um, let's let's get right into it. She starts off by saying, uh, "Not all content is created equally. Um, you can't just start writing and see what happens if you want to create successful content." She's absolutely right. You need to plan a little bit first. Figure out what you're going to do, what you're going to write about, why you're going to write about it, should you write about it, how much search volume is there. There's all kind of research you should do before you start writing. Maybe locate your trending topic and those type of things. That's even before we get into. With how you should make the content succeed. Just do that preliminary research first. Then, once you get ready to write, she says, number one, speak to the right audience. Right? Speak to the right audience. Like, understand who you're writing to. Matter of fact, she says, a solid understanding of your ideal customer ensures you know why they need your product or service, what they're already using, why they're reluctant to purchase or switch, and so on. Um, and she's absolutely right. Like, if you can understand what they're looking for, maybe the device type they're using, like they're on a tablet or maybe a mobile device or they're using a desktop, then you can understand how you need to write this content, how long it needs to be. You, we talk about writing to your to your buyer's persona, right? So what language do they speak? Uh, um, uh, where do they reside at? How do they absorb content? Begin to understand these things about your audience. And so that way, as you begin to construct content, you can, you can use the right lingo. You can use the right visual imagery you can use the right supporting links and supporting content because it's it, it's what your audience uh, will resonate with what you don't want to do is write for the wrong audience right maybe your audience is is full of um i don't know millennials and they 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 speak in emoji and and they then they write in shorthand Right, but you're writing this post that's long and technical and in a way of no bullet points, then your audience is just not going to engage because you didn't create the content the right way. So, really understand who your audience is so you can speak to the right audience. 
Uh, Lucinda, I totally get that. Number two. Two. She says, uh, be optimized for search and social. So number one was speak to the right audience. Number two was be optimized for search and social. She says, when crafting content, weave keywords in naturally where appropriate to increase the likelihood that your prospective customers will find you from the search engines and so on on social media. She's absolutely right. Like, and I'll say this, like, be sure to optimize for search. Right, don't get it twisted. She says search in social and understand that most people don't really search on social. Right. They do for Facebook, but they're usually looking for a, people. Uh, people, exactly. Yeah. Not necessarily looking for a Concepts. product or a service. Yeah. Right. They search for products and services on Google, yeah. Yahoo, and Bing. Yeah. And so you want to make sure that you optimize, do your basic SEO titles, headers, meta, alt tags, links, all of that kind of stuff. Make sure you've done that. Site loads fast, mobile friendly, all that's for search, right? And then also optimize for social. Let me give you a pro tip here. Maybe you got a hashtag. Include that hashtag in your content. Yeah. Include it in your meta. Include it in your title. That way, if you're using that same hashtag on all your social, you have a higher likelihood of other people finding that hashtag and actually finding the page on your site that's optimized for that. The key is you want to make sure that your content is optimized for both. Right? Some people tend to do things on social a little bit different. So maybe you want to, um, I don't know, maybe your blog post has a comment section. Right? And here's another pro tip to optimize for social. Uh, remove those WordPress comments and use like a Facebook comment plugin. Yeah. That'll get your social presence a lot more engagement directly from your website. That's being optimized for search and social. That was number two. Number three. Number three. She oh, said, wait. Before you go on to number three, um, for those of you who are tuned in live on Facebook or you guys are tuning in right now, and you have a Twitter account. Oh, tweet us. Yeah. Well, tweet us and also tweet Hector because we're covering his article to say, listening. No, that's not Hector. Oh. You tweeted the wrong person. I tweeted the wrong person. Yeah, we're covering Lucinda. I'm sorry. Well, tweet Lucinda. Tweet. It's <laughs> at L-E Honeycut, and there's mm-hmm. two T's in cut. And so uh, go ahead and tweet her and let her know that eWeb, that Best SEO Podcast is covering her, uh, her, her article, article right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to retweet her because <laughs> I tweeted the wrong person. Yeah, you should tell Hector we answered this question. <laughs> I will. Uh, number three. Three. Right, we're talking the 10 things your content must do to succeed. Number three is provide value. Number one was speak to the right audience. Number two was be optimized for search and social. Number three is provide value. She goes on to say, give your readers something of value with every piece of content you create. Maybe you want to solve a problem. You want to include links to some additional resources. Maybe you want to create your own custom visuals. The point is, she's saying, add value. What I'll say is, what you really want to do, the easiest way to add value is to make sure that that visitor doesn't feel like they've wasted time. You ever got to a post, read it, and been like, okay, I can't get that too much. Yeah, it's gone. It's gone. Yeah, Yeah, so so if your user feels like that, not only did you, they didn't find value, frankly, they're not going to engage with your site further. They're not going to share it, retweet it, or do any of those things you want them to do. They're going to leave. And so you want to make sure that your article actually provides value, that it does answer a question, that it does address a specific concern. And that's what I kind of added on here. Address an industry concern. That's the easiest way and the quickest way to add value. You want to write a blog post about something? Well, go check your Frequent Ask Questions page first. Right? Go do some searches on your site, like if you're using a site search. Figure out what people are asking the most, what concerns people are having, and blog about that. <laughs> and that way, that way, you've posted content that addresses a specific cern- concern. 
for your industry. And that way, those people who are in your industry or need your product or service, they find that post, you've given them some value. Provide value is important. Number four. Number four. Tell a story. Right. And we're talking the uh, 10 things your content must do to succeed. Number four is tell a story. She says not only does it add value because it provides the reader with context and meaning about what you choose to write the content about, but it gives you a way to connect with your readers on a human level. She's absolutely right. I'll just say this. Make sure that the story is relevant and at the very least uh, uh, reasonable. You know, what I'm saying try to include some elements um, that your target <clears throat> audience can actually identify with. Right. So, again, maybe maybe I'm your target audience and you're talking to me and you're writing a post uh, um, about the about the Houston Rockets or sports or, or whatever it is. The key is to make sure that you're using the right lingo, that you're telling the right story in a way that can make me agree in a way that will make me keep reading in a way that will make me um, um, identify with what you're saying. You got to use certain characters in the story and certain certain adjectives in the story that relate to me and, and how I speak. And so that way I'll continue to read and continue to engage and that way your story actually works for me what you don't want to do is 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 approach your target audience with a story about something that's not relevant to them has not relevant to your product but it's just a story you're trying to tie in i've seen it over and over again it's not a good look it's not a good read it don't rank well and it won't engage you want to make sure that the story you're telling that's relevant to your content is actually relevant to your audience and so that way it'll actually make sense don't just tell any story tell the right story number five five inform right so not only should your content in uh tell a story and provide value and have the right audience um it should also inform right he goes on to say uh she goes on to say Tell your readers something they need to know, whether it's about your product or service directly or related to your industry, right? And different ways you can inform people, maybe with white papers or case studies or ebooks or webinars. What I said here was informing the reader, dig this, informing the reader is extremely important, especially. Especially for those of you who have like a lengthy sales process, uh, then you really need to be informing every step of the way, right? So maybe you have, um, um, I don't know, maybe you, here you go, maybe you do whole home remodels, right? Right? You do whole home remodels or kitchen remodels, and so it's a little bit longer process, right? It's not as quick as, as, as a pool cleaning quote. Right, this is I need to do some research. I need to go look at some pictures. I'll probably go check out your Angie's list or Yelp reviews. Then I'll go see what's happening on house and then I'll come back and then I may ask you to come look. And so it's just a longer sales process, it's more touch points. And so if that's the case and you realize that you're getting return visitors and people coming back to the site because they're still researching. You need to inform them. Right. Get them some information that they can hold on to that's relevant to you. Some information about, I don't know, maybe the concerns that they're having about a whole house remodel. Maybe some of the challenges you've experienced as an expert in doing kitchen remodels. Go ahead and address those in that post so that next time that return visitor does come to the site, right? you kind of inform them about your service and the concerns they had and, they, and the higher likelihood that they will... Fill out that contact form or download that ebook you're given or, or even pick up the phone and call you because you've informed them. Something about being informed. Yeah. Like I appreciate people who inform me. Yes. <laughs> they have what they their value raises. Yep. And unless even if you waste my time yeah. significantly. Just like if you waste the time. Whew, Exactly. Significantly. So, <laughs> <laughs> significantly. Exactly. So so you want to inform people. 
Number six. Six. So number four was tell a story. Number five was inform. Number six is educate. A little bit different from informing. Right, she says. She says, educate. She says, teach your readers something that they want to know. Yeah. She says, show them how to use your product or service. Explain how your offering solves the problem. Look, I said this. Education rules the nation. It always has. Even on your websites, like when people feel they have learned something, they find themselves revisiting your website. They'll find themselves sharing it. They'll find you'll find themselves uh, commenting and giving you a plus one, liking your page because you've educated them. And so, take the time to to actually educate someone about your product yeah. or service maybe maybe your product um, needs some instructions or maybe maybe you have people using it totally different ways right you get i give you a potato pillar right and i give javier a potato pillar i yeah. guarantee both of you guys will peel potatoes differently yeah even though it's the same potato and I'm the same potato pillar i'm just gonna tell you there's a finger <laughs> so gun. he needs content focused on safety right? <laughs> yes i do <laughs> I mean, maybe you're telling the story behind air gloves yeah or you could do this yes, or that sort of deal but the key is understanding what concerns right that people yeah. may have with your product or service and then educating them on how to address those concerns in your content yep number seven seven engage so, yeah, your content should provide value. Yeah, it should have the right target. Yeah, it should inform and educate. It should also engage. You just call If you remember the sound check, I got inform, educate, and engage. Yep. That. Yep. I didn't hear Yeah, it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't really tell you. Um, but number, <laughs> number seven, she says uh, engage. She says uh, engage readers are those who pay attention to your content and are actually listening to what you were saying. Punch in the yeah. face to all y'all watching live right now who are engaged yep. with us, right? That's exactly what she's saying. She said, speak directly to them. Ask questions. Use a consistent voice across all your content. I added this. Use interactive content when possible. It's almost a pro tip. You want to really get some engagement? Auto play a video on your site. Give people a poll to answer some questions to. That will get the engagement going. These are no-cost additives. They don't require any commitment from the user, yet it activates them on your website. Engage people. That's how people will come back. That's how people remember your brand. And if they have engaged with your website, luckily, once they leave, if you hit them with like a remarketing ad or or something like that, they're likely to come and engage again because they were educated and they learned something and they were informed and they had a good experience. Exactly. You provided value. So when they see your brand, they associate that with value. Number eight. eight. Persuade. This is a good one here because we should always be selling. Yes. Right? And so ABC. she said your content. Yes. Yeah, always be closing. I'll be closing with that one, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, but the kind of <laughs> rough day for Chris today. Uh, <laughs> uh, but your content should also persuade, right? She says uh, no matter what stage of the funnel your readers in, your content should be positioned to persuade them to take some kind of action. If readers are in the first stages of connecting with you, your content should persuade them to learn more about your brand. And if they've been interacting with you for a while, it should persuade and even perhaps even motivate them to convert to a customer. And that's exactly what I was saying in reference to the engage. If your content is engaging and you have told a great story, you have informed them, you have educated them, then it will frankly be easy to persuade them. You know, when you tell them uh, what I added here was uh, address the FAB. In your persuasive content, that, yep. that feature, the advantage, the benefits, if you attach those features, advantage, and benefits to the information and the engagement and, and, and the education you've already provided, you will get a quality lead out of that. I'd almost bet money on that. 
I mean, so the, the key is to persuade them, right? Use the right lingo, use the right terms. Um, uh, she says, avoid evoking fear. People are naturally risk averse. I wanted to challenge you on that, Miss oh, yeah. Honeycut, because depends on how you use it. Depends yeah. on how you use it. Depends on the industry, right? If this is a high cost product, longer sales process, yeah, probably want to avoid fear because it's just you don't want to scare them out of the funnel. Right. However, this is retail. You selling Jordans? Yeah, I need you to tell me that there are only three left. Because I will be scared to run yeah. to the cart and I will buy yeah. them immediately. Yeah. And so I think if you use fear appropriately, then it can be a great persuasion technique. Yep. Number nine. Nine. She's, oh, well, hold on. Before we go to number nine, back to persuade. She did say this, and I highlighted this. Using phrases such as money back guarantee and free trial or without any financial risk, those are great ways to persuade people and reduce fear. Yep. I totally co-sign that. Reduce risk. Exactly. Yep. Number nine. Number nine. She says be optimized for conversions. Right? And we're talking about the uh, the 10 things your content must do to succeed. Yep. She says uh, your content should always include a call to action that tells your readers exactly always. what you want them to do next. Period. Always. You should never, and I don't care what kind of content it is. Yep. If this is a white paper, it is a blog post, it's a video, it's a, a remarketing ad, whatever kind of promotional content piece it is. Have a CTA, yep. either some button, a form, a phone number, something. Give your users a way to engage with you. Matter of fact, I said make sure that the CTA is actually relevant to the content and the platform. Oh, Chuck, what does that mean? Well, if, look, if these people are, I don't know, visiting you on a, on a mobile device, right? Uh, it may not be necessary for you to have some big high-res infographic that you want them to go download. Yeah. It's yeah. not going to be a good experience on a mobile device, right? But if they're, maybe you want them to download some music, perfect CTA for visitors on a mobile device because that's where most people listen to their music at. So the key is understanding which platform that most of your, your users visit your site on, right? And understanding the type of content you want to put out and then that way you can optimize it for the right conversion. The key is making sure that you have the right stuff in place to get that conversion. This content doesn't have any CTAs, then you likely won't get any conversions. You won't take any action. Crazy how, how that works. Exactly. Last one. Ten. Number ten. She says, uh, be distributed correctly. Right? So you create all this content, you do all this promo, you educate, you inform, you engage, you teach, and all of that, then you must distribute it <laughs> correctly. If you don't distribute it correctly, then no one's going to do any of those other things. Matter of fact, she says content marketing relies on the proper distribution of your content. Straightforward. That's about it. And so what I kind of added here was uh, there's different type of ways you can distribute it, right? So maybe this is like a... A sponsored distribution that would include like some some sponsored tweets, maybe right. some boosted posts, um, uh, something like that. Some sponsored kind of Instagram posts, maybe some IG Instagram memes right. with the title of your post and a link to the post and the content, and then you sponsor that post. That's a that would be a sponsored way to distribute your content. Maybe you use some other kind of blog aggregators like Reddit or Digit. These are other ways to distribute your content, uh, including an excerpt, something we practice for ourselves and our clients in your monthly newsletter. Yeah. These are ways to distribute your content. The point is don't create it and then not distribute it. Yeah. You have to create it especially if you've made it engaging and persuasive and you've chosen the right audience and you spent time optimizing and educating and engaging people. Distribute the content. 
Don't just let it sit on your blog and with no readers or or worse, the only people reading it is the people who on your remarketing list <laughs> and those who keep coming back to your site, which is great. You want them to read it, but you're trying to use it to create new business. Yep. And so you want to reach out to the masses. That's it, man. Punch in the face to you. Lucinda. Lucinda, Lucinda Honeycutt. She says, 10 things your content must do to succeed. Great article. I can dig it. Like we said, go ahead and tweet to her that you just listened to uh, the Best SEO Podcast. So tag us at Best SEO Podcast and tag her uh, at L-E Honeycutt. Double T for the cut at the end there. All right, so um, do we have any what news? Mm, I don't know. Nope, nope, no, no what news. No, I have no what news, but I do want to give a punch in the face, though. Punch in the face to the uh, Texas Elite Warriors. Mm-hmm. That's my daughter's AAU basketball team. Right now, they're at uh, HBU, Houston Baptist University, competing in front of some scouts and coaches and things like that. Good luck, girls. I know y'all need me on the sideline going nuts. Can't be there right now. I'll be there tomorrow. Good luck and have fun. And he promises to go nuts. Yeah. That's, that's what that's I do. That's what I do. Or that's what he does. I'm, I'm, <laughs> a, I'm like professional parent coach and ref heckler. <laughs> I didn't, uh, we never saw that on your resume. That yeah. Was, uh, yeah. They weren't at that age yet. So, all right. If you like this podcast, we're going to ask you to do one thing, and that is to share this podcast. Yeah, Please. share this podcast. Share it with three people. Um, if you're on Facebook, Share it. Share it on your wall. Tag some people who are either business owners or in the industry. In, yeah, anybody with the business. Somebody yeah. who has a website online and they could benefit from understanding how to craft the right content to get the right engagement so it to succeed. Tag them in it. Tag us in it. Um, we shall appreciate it. Excellent. So if you're looking to grow your business with the largest, simplest marketing tool on the planet. The internet. Call eWeb Results for increased revenue in your business. Uh, you can reach us at 713-592-6724. We have a, re- a program called Instant Leads. Guaranteed. How this works. It really should be pretty easy. People are looking for what you sell. They're looking for the services that you offer. And you can get ads in front of those people. When you get an ad in front of those people, you should have an offer in that ad. Mm-hmm. When people are engaged by that offer because they were already looking for it, they should click that uh, that ad and they should go through to your landing page, which prominently displays actually your offer and the service or product you provide. And that therefore, they were searching for. That they were we're searching for and therefore they take action that is a perfect description all of it optimized for efficiency in terms of budget for efficiency in terms and most importantly in terms of conversion rate mm-hmm. most of the accounts we've been getting as of late have been accounts that have actually uh, been run pretty well from an adverse perspective but their landing experience was just not, not great yeah. where it needs to be in order to get those conversions so uh, that is instant leads guaranteed if you're doing business networking in Houston you definitely want to make sure that you get to upsocialnetwork.com it's amazing you went to the training went yesterday to yesterday it was an amazing experience um, room for the business owners had an opportunity to, to get some mentoring and some coaching uh, from, from a celebrity life coach we had in the building Patrick Juanes yeah Patrick Juanes and then the, it's this networking group right and so there was an opportunity to just shake hands and experience similar challenges with other business people in the room yep. and so uh, it was a great experience food was good uh, the presentations was great and we do it twice a week you should take advantage yeah get to upsocialnetwork.com by the way just about yesterday's event literally li- this is not blowing smoke 
life-changing for mm. a, a number, a number if of not people. everyone in the room. Matter so, of fact, go watch the live. You oh, can yeah. see the live from yesterday's um, event. Go to Up Social. Uh, look up UpSocialLive.com. You can find it. Well, and UpSocialLive so on Facebook. Yep. And the website is UpSocial Network. Yep. There you go. All right. Um, if you have a referral, somebody who is interested in internet marketing, uh, it's very simple. You send them to us. They pay their bill. We pay you. That works really well. We were filmed live here at 5999 West 34th Street, Suite 106, Houston, Texas, 77092. You can get video, audio, and transcript of this podcast at eWebResults.com. You guys have made us the most popular internet marketing podcast on iTunes. We so appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. And you. Thank you. And you. And you. Right there. And all y'all watching live on Facebook right now. Appreciate it. Yes. Face to you. Until the next podcast, my name is Chris Burris. Charles Lewis. Bye bye for now. Happy Fourth of July. Slightly raised up eyebrow, highbrow. Tamely, gamely, headed my way. Mountain snow girl, glow girl Pining, shining, needing some play Balance check, balance check, three, eight, zero. E-Web results turning up the broadcast, hashtag SEO podcast. Still here, we ain't going nowhere, so subscribe, like, follow, and share. Yo, podcast 380, talking about content, it's still the king, baby. It's Chris and Chuck, yeah, you know what's up, punch in the face, to loosen the honey cut. 10 things your content must do to succeed. If you want your audience to click and read, spend time making sure the content great. Inform, engage, and educate. So tune in. It's time to get it started. It's a podcast party and we're kicking knowledge. E-Web Results turning up the broadcast. Hashtag SEO Podcast still here. And we ain't going nowhere. So subscribe, like, follow, and share. You heard it. Like, follow, and share. Boom!